You're listening to The Professional Blur, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Klom. Welcome to The Professional Blur. I'm Jason Klom, your host. My guest this week is the delightful Jeremy Guskin. Hi, Jeremy. Hi. So I love being referred to as delightful. Well, you are delightful. Well, that's very nice. Why don't you tell people who you are and what you do? Because you do a lot of different things. Uh, I am the delightful Jeremy Guskin. <laughs> it's what it says on my business card. <laughs> it should. Um, actually, it just says Jeremy Guskin, and then underneath it, it says excellence. Mm, okay, that's good. Yes. I like that. And nothing else. <laughs> people are often like, why do you have these? And I'm like, because it is just a card with my name on it, and that's uh-huh. what I want. Um... <laughs> So who am I? All right. Uh, I will. I mean, like I'm an actor and I'm a teacher and um, I uh, I've been on a lot of TV. I've done a couple of movies. Uh, I'm kind of I've kind of done a little bit of everything, Mm -hmm. at least, you know, like when it comes to the acting field, I think the only thing I haven't done is like the motion capture stuff. Okay. Um, but I've done films, I've done television, I've done uh, radio, I've done podcasts, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've done animated stuff, books on tape, hosting, stage, all types from Broadway to as far off Broadway as one can get and still be in the continental United States. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I write stuff. I perform quite regularly at, at UCB mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles and might even be taking my show to New York uh, around the holidays, which is kind of fun. That's awesome. Um, and what, what am I missing anything? I don't know. I don't know. Video games? You ever what did it, a video game? Uh, I just did my first. What? I, I can't tell you. You can't tell me. What yet. am I saying? Well, I um, know that. I, uh, although, um, uh, it's interesting you should mention it because, um, uh, I teach at the Los Angeles County High School for the Arts, yes. which is a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. But as far as the video game is concerned, it's a lot like, I don't know, if it was a group of young witches and wizards uh-huh, uh-huh. in England. Interesting. Very fascinating. And if I was Professor Flitwick. Oh, okay, great. All right. <laughs> Um, so I think this is a terrible idea to start with you as a second episode because you've done too much. No, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I haven't, I'm, no, kidding. I'm not, kidding. In the grand scheme of things, it's not all that much. No, I also have two master's degrees. <laughs> it is true. He's not kidding. No. That's, that's impressive. What make, that's what makes it even funnier. Uh-huh. That I can be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you did. Oh, oh you fuck, man, man, fuck you. Motherfucker. Yeah. How much extra work have you done? Uh, I did it for two two days when I moved out here. Okay. And it's actually interesting uh, because my father, who is uh, uh, briefly a professional actor, is I, when, when, when I was uh, very, very young, uh, if anyone would like to know who my father is, please just watch the uh, motion picture Tootsie mm-hmm. starring Dustin Hoffman. My father's the waiter in the Russian tea room. Mm-hmm. He has four lines. Yeah. Uh, it's a great scene. You know it. Um, anyway, uh, so, uh, he told me, like, he gave me all my, like, my good advice when I was, you know, telling him I wanted to do this, and he was like, please don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, mm-hmm. now it's gonna happen. He was like, well, all right, I think you have some talent, so it should be fine, you just have to go get a master's degree. And then I got two, yeah. I'm throwing that out there again, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and, uh, that shut him up. <laughs> um, but, uh, he, you know, like, again, lots of pieces of advice, one of them was, if you can uh, do anything, don't do extra work don't do background um and uh i asked why and he was like uh because if it's not what you want to be doing on set Mm -hmm. everybody has a very limited imagination and if they see you as that 
they will probably expect that from you whenever they see you. And mm-hmm. that's never a great thing. Now, the, ch- the business has changed sure. quite a bit uh-huh. in the 40 plus years since that advice was 100% relevant. But mm-hmm. um, but it was something that, you know, like I was always in the back of my head. And uh, when I got out here, a friend of mine, his sister was working on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. And they needed background. And I was like, I have not been on a set yet. I mm-hmm. was helping. I was doing. Um, uh, I was helping my friend who I who I met in school uh, create an educational theater program based around Shakespeare called Shakespeareans, uh-huh. yeah. which uh, again to plug myself is uh, every January at the Alex Theater in Glendale, beautiful giant uh, atmospherium uh, theater. Mm-hmm. Look it up if you don't know what it is for the theater nerds out there. Um, and uh, it's the most uh, popular educational theater program in California. That's insane. We've had over 80,000 students come see it. That's insane. Yeah, it's amazing. So, um, uh, uh, when I, when I came out here, I was, I was, I created that with him, but I, you know, I, I didn't really have reps or anything else. And again, just moved out here. And, uh, my friend was like, uh, you know, my sister's working on this. We mm-hmm. can do background and like not do anything, you know, like yeah. we can stay in the bag. And I was like, okay, great. Uh-huh. So we, we go and first day I get roped in because <laughs> I don't know how anything works and I'm and I'm I'm way too conspicuous. Yeah. I have, you know, like I I, I look like a type, uh-huh. you know. It's yeah. you know, you're like that guy, the curly haired guy. Yeah, him will stick him somewhere. Yeah, he stand out a bit. Right. Uh, so uh, they 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 put me on in some thing and I ruined a take. I totally ruined <laughs> like I ruined a take. Like they put me front and center. Like I was crossing in front of Buffy and uh-huh. whoever the uh-huh. uh, Allison, whatever her name. I don't know mm-hmm. the flute master. Yeah, you know. Anyway, <laughs> I she's very anyway. She's great. Anyway, but I I walked by and they gave me. They just gave me. You know, like they give you a backpack. They give you yeah, here. Yeah. Hold these skis. You know, and walk <laughs> like you hold skis yeah. and you know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everything, and yes, of course I do. Can you ride a horse? Of course. I don't know what one is, but of course I could ride one. What do you? What do you do? Do you? Do, it's a hat. Or what? Uh, whatever it is, I'll figure it out. Uh, Google horse. Um, so they give me this, and they give me the backpack and put it on. Of course, there's nothing in it, so it looks stupid. Looks you know, like I'm, you know, and I'm like an idiot, and I'm trying to like like mime weight. You mm-hmm. know, like, but they also give me a, a spiral notebook that has a pencil in it, uh-huh. unbeknownst to me. You know how you can slide uh-huh. it into the spiral, sure. right? So I'm walking with it under my arm, and literally as I'm passing them, the pencil slides out and tick, 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 falls on the floor. Of course, the two of them notice it because that's a, you know, I completely ruined the fucking take, and I just kept walking. And, you know, and I just was like, well, and then after a while, I turned back and went back and did the thing. So I ruined that one take. Um, and then they stuck me, and this was again when they were, I don't know, were they in college at some point? I never watched that I show. Either, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, so again, like they were vampire. Maybe I never saw any vampires. They just seemed like really spoiled actors all the time who were either drunk or coked up or like playing some sort of power game or some combination of all three, which was the most interesting. It's just like, wow, two hours showed up literally with Coke on his face, not knowing any of the lines. And now is mad at other people. This is crazy. I have never, I mean, like, this is the Hollywood I've been told about. Of course I've been dying to see something like this, and I did it within the first six weeks. Um, so, right. So, wow. so, right. So, like, that was, like, it was a graduation scene. So I'm sitting, of course, they put me close to whomever's talking. Uh-huh. So, of course, in all these fucking shots, I'm sitting on these uncomfortable folding chairs out in the sun. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a misery. Oh. 
so that was day one. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure there are more things that will pop up. Oh, there is. Oh, there is. There is uh, an actor. What was her name? Charisma. I believe that was her name. And every time they asked for her. I couldn't help but giggle out loud. They were like, where's charisma? And I was just like, it's such a great existential question. Where, Where is it? Where do you find charisma? And you know, like, and Holy nobody else was laughing. And I'm shit. like, does do people get like, this is a word, not a name. Yeah, right, right. right. Like, not, not a name that you give a person. Charisma. You know, it's like, let's flip to something in the, you know, ooh, tyranny. Ooh, that's nice. That sounds, ooh, I like that. <laughs> That's exotic. Do you think... Okay, so I want to flip back just a second to your dad's advice. Do you think that was like... He had probably seen a ton of like career extras in his time, and he's like, "Don't be that guy." Because I know I've run into a ton of career extras, and I was always mixed feelings about it. But I assume that's what you, he wanted you to. Avoid. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't, you know. Like, and again, it's it's nothing you have to do, and it's something yeah. I found out since. But you know, it's mm-hmm. just like you can do extra work, but not have to be like in like the extra world. You yes. know, it's like you can be striving for being, you know, having lines yeah, and, all that, yeah, yeah. and write stuff and direct and do everything else. You can look. At it as just a job and not want to like get in with the scene yeah you know like that's something you can do right um yeah so i mean like that's i think he was again like my my dad i i he gave me great advice but a lot of it was from somebody who was looking back on some mistakes yeah. and was just like don't make you know it's like they mm-hmm. in the long run they weren't the big mistakes it was just like little things but you know, it's like everyone's career will go a different way and has a different rhythm to it and mm-hmm. will succeed in certain things and not in others. You know, it's that's just the way it is. So, yeah, yeah you know, and, and again, like he uh, he hated to have to give it up. And I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and he just that, that was his main thing. He just he wanted me to keep doing this for as long as possible. And, you know, God bless him because yeah. most of his good advice and my mother's i am you know mm-hmm. i ain't famous right but you know i make a living yeah and i only act and teach acting that's mm-hmm. it i don't do anything else right you yeah. played a crayon i i voiced a crayon mm-hmm. blatantly stealing uh from two other people's voices because they couldn't afford them <laughs> really oh yeah <laughs> yeah uh what do you want the white crayon to sound like kind of like uh can you do woody allen you know like, they were uh, like, like it wasn't it wasn't even like that you didn't even mask it. it's like we want a woody allen yes <laughs> And what do you want for the professor? It's like a nutty professor. Yes, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, all right, you got it. Holy shit! Yeah, do you want me to go like really frank or like not so frank? Because I got my own version that I do, and they're like, "Oh no, no, do your own." Oh, oh, thank you. My own bite on Jerry Lewis. Thank God. <laughs> ah, artistically fulfilled. <laughs> no, but that was fun. I got to do a lot of dumbass voices. No, I bet that yeah. it, it sounded like a ton of fun. Mm. Uh, so you did two. So you've only done two days of extra work, and they were both on Buffy. Then is that what I'm yes. understanding? Okay. Yes. Oh, I mean, like aside from the odd friend or friend of a friend's short film, sure. where they were just like, "It's a party scene. We need you mm-hmm. to be one of the wedding guests." You right. Know, it's like, oh, my fine. Very different experience. Right. Really. Yes. Because then you're you're self entitled, and yeah. and by that point, everyone had a cell phone, so mm-hmm. no one was looking or talking to anyone anyway. No. Yeah. I mean, like I I remember when I first showed up, you know, and again, like it's, it's crazy to think like I started my professional career before everyone had a smartphone. Mm-hmm. And like, if you say that out loud, you're like, when was that? The forties? <laughs> I know. What, they had all, all the sets <laughs> in one big thing. They just turn the camera and everyone go at once. Yeah. Yeah. We're all on the black Mariah. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, it's, it's, it's nuts. When did um, you move out here? 
actually in, don't uh, know. Uh, 99. 99. Yeah. Okay. All right. So about four years before I did. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so pretty much immediately. But you did this because you could and you figured you weren't going to have to work. Yes. And this was pre-9-11. You're post-9-11. Yes, so, that's like, very true. So the, the world was a much better it's place back true. then. true. Yeah. Um, much more innocent. Right. Uh, for that year and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was out here, and now uh, everything's on fire, L- literally, literally and metaphorically. Yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you remember anything about your second day? Is there anything about? Don't no oh, pressure yeah. if you don't. Okay. No, no, me. no. This is all me. building to to me learning. Because I, I did want to ask about your first time on a set, but you've already told me that this was literally your first time on a set. Um. Yeah, I believe That's it. Was. Well, I mean. To be honest with you, my first time on set was a misery because mm-hmm. I think I was like seven years old uh-huh. and my dad was on some film and okay. I went there and like everybody was like, aren't you excited to be on set? And I was like, this is so fucking boring. Yeah. Like even as a seven year old, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. I just, I wish I brought a book, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like there was nothing to do. Mm-hmm. It was awful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like I had some idea and again, you know, like I, I, I watched all the right film and television to accurately represent what it was going to be like. You yeah, know, but, yeah. But like to actually be there and everything, I, I believe, yeah, Buffy was the first time. Um, and then uh, second day, I was like, okay, this is how we're going to play this, mm-hmm. right? Get there, check in with my friend and and uh, his sister. And I was like, oh, I see the way that we're being treated for the most part, being told to do things and everything else. And I was like, but there doesn't really seem to be in the lower echelons, and this is what you can get away with, Mm -hmm. any defined chain of command. Absolutely true, yeah. So, like, there are ways in which you can use this to your benefit, you know, depending on how much or little you want to do in a day. So we got there, and I realized it's like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I moved as far away from you know, the people who were looking for people Absolutely. as possible and just kept myself literally in the background until lunch. And then I got lunch mm-hmm. and then I literally found a part of the, the set where there was no one. <laughs> and I sat down and I read my book <laughs> and there was a point where, Oh, oh sorry. I said her name, uh, came up to me and was, I was like, Oh, we're, we're looking for you guys. We need extra people. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be right there. And I did not move. <laughs> And no one came to look for me again until uh, the end of the day. Was second in line to sign out. That was my day. Read read almost an entire book. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> there are so there are notorious stories like that you always hear when you're signing up or when you're hanging out with extras who've been doing it for too long mm-hmm. and they have all the stories. Supposedly that was Brad Pitt's mo. The rumor was always grab his. He'd grab you because when you, I guess I've never gone into the details of this, obviously, obviously because it's early in the show. But when you go on set and you're an extra on a real professional set, usually you get a fucking voucher. Your voucher says how much you're paid. Blah 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 blah. You grab that and you have to hand that in by the end of the day. You, that is held hostage if you get props or costumes. They hold onto it. Uh, Brad Pitt would supposedly take his, go to his car, sleep all day, come back at the end of the day, and here we go. Great job. Brilliant. Supposedly, it's the way. Don't to know do if it's it. true, but I mean, you know. It's minimum wage if you're not if you're not union, mm-hmm. so you might as well just sit there in your car all day. And yeah, I, you know the seven hour bathroom break. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. 
Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they were vastly different experiences. And mm-hmm. I was, and like, and again, like, I know people who have done it who have, like, you know, like, good days and, like, get to do great stuff For and sure. see awesome things and, like, sometimes get lined. And yeah, like, that's, you know, like, that's the Yeah, thing, I mean, yeah. like, that's the, but, you know, like, it's rare mm-hmm. uh, for that. But, I mean, like, to, to be on a set where, you know, like, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of, of, of professionals and, and, you know, uh, you know, recurring actors. I mean, even though like the name, not name people who are really nice, mm-hmm. and, you know, just understand it and get it and will come up and, you know, say hi. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and all of that. I always like that. I try to do that when I'm on set. Yeah, it's fair. I've, I've heard, and I already mentioned this and it's probably going to come up a lot, but supposedly on the West wing, I wasn't there for, it was a half a day. So I didn't get to see it, but at lunch, supposedly Martin Sheen would just hang with the extras and eat with the extras, which is not done, but he would do that. Because oh, I would never do was, that. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, no never. Fair. Cause yeah. sometimes they don't even have a table. Yeah. And right, I'm not, I mean, true. come is, on. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, they're slumming it and then there's, ooh, <laughs> all right. They're good people. No. Did, did, um, did you have any concerns when they were telling you to, because I'm very neurotic, do you have any concerns that you're going to fuck up the take anyway? You're just like, no, I know what I'm doing. I'm just literally walking across a room. I'm oh, like, yeah. It's literally yeah. why. And like, I'm not the focus or anything else. And mm-hmm. I honestly, like, and I've always believed this in my career, and it's kind of stead me pretty well because I don't think it's ever really bit me in the ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love fucking up really big at the top because then you're like, well, I did that. So uh, now, like, there's, I mean, what am I going to do? Like, throw up? Like, that's right, not going to happen. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Come on. So yeah, like once the pencil fell out, it was like I don't care about this anymore. Yeah, like that's I, fair. I literally, I literally, I fucked up the take. I did it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Good. That's done. Yeah. Well, I got. Re- I would get nervous crossing in front of cameras, or I would sometimes like, I I'd get too in my head about it, and so that's why. This also reminds me of this because it's a school scene. I did a lot, cause when I got out of here, I was just young looking enough. Like three years later, I was out. Just because all the hair had gone, it started to go anyway. That's uh, when you buy a lot of hats. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, but I r- walked into a camera on Joan of Arcadia. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was supposed to cross, and I'm like, just go for it, man. No, just you should have just held back, and I just walked into a fucking camera. Awesome. Which, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, don't they know. usually don't like that. No, they don't. Yeah. They're not big fans of it. No. They, they they let me stay there. Yeah, eventually when they can hook your chair up and they make it shake when the camera shakes, uh-huh. they're going to love that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. until that happens, I think that's just a major fuck up. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. What did Spencer Tracy say? Acting is easy. Know your lines. Don't bump into the furniture. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. you know, you didn't have any lines, so that wasn't <laughs> no, a problem. No, exactly. That was but a problem. the camera, so. <laughs> That's on you. Uh, do you. How far into you being out here then did you have a actual proper on-camera acting gig um three months jesus christ okay good yeah i think that was it Mm because i i got i got an agency to kind of like you know like one of those things like well we'll we'll see you know we'll send you out on something yeah yeah. and then they sent me out on king of queens and i booked it and then they're like we'll stop we'd like to sign you i was like yeah of course yeah i thought so (laughs) um and it was just it was such a great gig and like what a great first gig to have because all of my scenes were with jerry stiller Really? Oh, oh yeah. I play a pretzel store employee at the mall, uh-huh. and the manager has to leave and puts him in charge, which is a disaster, mm-hmm. of course. But I had like two or three scenes with him, and it was just so much fun. Um, and he was so nice. Like, he was just playing different stuff. Uh, there was one, I only have one regret is that the take that they used, 
I kind of got in my head and I was repeating things and he gave me a slightly different read on something and I didn't really take it. Uh-huh. I could have done something with it. Okay. I was in my head and I wanted to hit it the way I'd been hitting it. So I gave the same read and it didn't really work. And that was the take that they used in the show, which kind of disappoints me, but it didn't matter. Like I got seven great ones, you know, like, mm-hmm. so like, unfortunately that was the one, but the rest of the, you know, it's fine. My first thing, got a lot of hair. Um, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, it was awesome. We talked about, uh, um, I mentioned that I had just seen, uh, they reran House of Blue Leaves, uh-huh. uh, which uh, Ben Stiller is in as Ronnie yeah. on PBS when they did it uh, on Broadway. So, I mean, you know, me and my dad used to watch all these things when, when I was a kid. And I used to love watching that one, especially Ronnie's monologue, because he has this, you know, like desperate monologue trying to impress the produ- producer. Uh-huh. And, you know, like it's hysterical because he's a lunatic. Yeah, uh, He is. He's trying to blow up the Pope. If you don't know John Guare, House of Blue Leaves, mm-hmm. uh, the one where uh, with um, uh, Susie Kurtz, I believe, is bananas. This is all my, is just made up words for people who don't uh, know these yeah, things. Sure. Susie Kurtz, Bananas, House of Blue Leaves, John Guare. Okay, anyway. I'm only half processed. Right, it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm just going to start throwing in things that don't make any sense. You're not going to know. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, but yeah, it was so much fun. So I mentioned that and he was like, you could play Ronnie. And hearing like, Jerry Stiller say like you could play this great part that you've already like you know, you've always yeah, liked. Yeah, You're like yeah. no, thank you. Uh. <laughs> um, and uh, and then I gave him uh, as a thank you because it was my first uh, job. I had these. Uh, I was just giving like cast members. Uh, because on when you're on a multicam, mm-hmm. you get to bow at the end, and it is kind of like you're on a week long theater thing. Yeah. So like you're there together, like you have a bow, you have the thing, you know, like you shoot in front of the audience. There are multiple takes. Like there's an audience. It feels it's the most like theater you can get, uh, being being filmed. Um, and uh, so I just you know gave a little thank yous out because Leah Romini gave me a King of Queens mug, and you know like Kevin James didn't even say hello to me, but you know, <laughs> or anyone who wasn't directly involved. Like he was, he had other things on his mind. Obviously, I'm not going to say anything against him. He probably had a lot going on. Uh-huh. Uh Derive whatever conclusions you want. Mm-hmm. Um, he was busy thinking up Paul Blart Mall. Right <laughs> too. He was yeah. that far ahead. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. that far ahead of the curve. <laughs> I just want to be known as the working man's Kevin Arnold. Uh, what? No, um, I, I don't know what that I is. I don't either, but that's fine. Uh, and it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, now the working man's Tom Arnold. That was it. That's <laughs> what you meant, yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, <laughs> Martin Short lines. How would you like to be known in your career? As the working man's Tom Arnold. I was like, oh, phenomenal. Jesus Christ. He's so good. Uh, <laughs> what was I talking about? Um, uh, Jerry Stiller. That's oh, right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, I gave him all... Uh, Postcards, and I gave him one that I uh, got at the Moscow Art Theater mm-hmm. uh, of uh, a character from um, uh, The Inspector General by Gogol. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, these are just made up words. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came up to me right before we, we did the bow, and he said, thank you for that amazing gift. That's the part I played when I did the show. And, I, and he was like, and this is actually from the Moscow Art Theater. I was like, yeah, this is the actual production that, you know, uh, you know Stanislavski's in, and you know wow. like uh, um, uh, uh, Chekhov's wife. You know, like uh-huh. it's, it's nuts. So um, yeah, and I was just like, "That's oh my god, that's incredible!" And that was all amazingly cool too. You know, and you and Jerry Seller hang out, and uh, we've weekend. been friends ever since. That's what I thought. Good. Yep, that's I mean, right. I mean, you should be uh, right. That'd be amazing. Yeah, well, I have a motorcycle with a sidecar, and he just <laughs> rides in the sidecar, and uh, people are like, "Oh my god, it's Jerry Stiller!" And I'm like, "Yep." You almost invested in in uh, headphone mics, but he yells loud enough that you're good to go. I would imagine. Oh, the two of us together. Uh-huh. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah we do, all we do is just scream at each other. <laughs> yeah, and we just you know, I actually that's all we just like scream Jews at the top of our lungs, as, you know, as loud as we can for as long as we can. Yeah. 
Hmm. See, it's so hard because like it's always like, well, because I got to talk. Salem had done. Alex Salem did the first episode, right? Who? Uh, our good friend Alex Salem. I don't know what. Oh, 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 oh Alex oh, Salem. Yeah, oh, Salem. Alex Salem. That, that oh, one, yes. Alex um, Salem. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. He had a little more on on similar. <laughs> I've done more extra work than most people I know. It's a sad thing, but it's fun. I really love doing it. Yeah, but that's a lot sad. of this, it's whatever it is. It is. But it's work. I. It is work. It is. That is true. Come on. Uh, but. Uh, he and I have a little bit more to relate on in terms of like seeing people maybe get, I've seen people get bumped up, yeah. you know, get, get their lines. I'm like, you mother <laughs> It's like, but as though I was trying, I wasn't trying right. that same episode. I literally think I woke up, I woke up on set on the floor, uh, having just had a sex dream. So, and I, I, and everybody was staring at me. I woke myself up with a, uh, and I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Oh no. And it's like that's not you're not the guy you're gonna you're not gonna be the one getting a line this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the greatest thing. It's fantastic. I've ever heard. Yeah, it is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened. Oh, to me. So I like to tell it as much as possible. Amazing. Get it out there. Oh. Uh, so, but I mean, you wouldn't pay attention to this. So I'm assuming you have you ever been on a thing where you've seen somebody get bumped up and get a line? Um, because I can't imagine it would be. I've gotten multiple background people fired. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if I've ever, yeah, and and poison the well after they left, uh-huh, you know, like uh-huh. yeah, just look them up on social media, stalk, stalk their family. Um, I know I'm trying to think, like, seen anybody get bumped up from from background to get in line? I don't know. It's so rare. It is very rare. It is. People it really talk about is. like, yeah, you never know. You might get a line. You never I know. know. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, but the likelihood's very low. I think I've only seen it once. Uh-huh. And what was it? Because oh, it was because I distinctly remember a lot of people like oh, and like, I, even I was like hey, that doesn't happen a lot, you know, turning right. to somebody and saying it because it probably wasn't um, a sitcom, right? Probably was a single cam something or other. Normally, yeah, it's not a I don't. Cam. I honestly, I don't remember because okay. it happened a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could tell you. I don't it's know. Okay. Well, it's, it's that rare. Question. All we're doing is establishing exactly how rare it is. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's not. It's one of those where everybody does sort of think, well, you come out here, you got a chance of being discovered. Well, sure. But you've got a better chance of being discovered through YouTube now, apparently. So oh, I think I think so. Uh, yeah, oh, you're good. Are you kidding? Go on YouTube. Yeah. Open a box. Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get a lot more work because of my 950 followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, okay, let's. All right, so that's your first line. That's your first. How many lines you have? Was it a, was it a under five? Oh no, situation? no, no, you no. More. I, I had plenty like three more. Three scenes. Fantastic. Yeah, with him, and it was great. Uh, Got to uh, get uh, <laughs> first one is just like the manager walking around, like asking which one of us is available mm-hmm. to take over. And then uh, I say I can't because like I got band practice. And then he's like, all right, I'm not going. And then goes to like the uh, and again, like this is you, you can tell like this was this was nine. There's the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Like this is we're not in a good place. Like and of course, <laughs> there's the female Asian employee whose line is what? Right, like I mean, mm-hmm. like terribly mm-hmm. racist. She uh-huh. obviously she doesn't know English. She got a job, but can't speak English because she's not white. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, awful. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, there's that, and then of course he goes to Jerry and is just, Ugh, Jerry, can you take over? Absolutely. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, here we go. So then he like he decides to change things around, and then the second scene, um, he like institutes a, a, a punch card system, mm-hmm. but he like he just puts an X on the punch card with mm-hmm. a pen. So I go up to him. I was like, and we have a little back and forth of like, you know, maybe you should get like a 
pretzel-shaped hole mm-hmm. to punch in it. Because, you know, people have their own pens. <laughs> so then he fires me. <laughs> Which he's not allowed to do, but I take it anyway. Then I leave. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was, it was a, there were two nice little scenes. Is this... Did you get your SAG card from this? I'm yes. assuming. Yes, I was Taft Hartlead, which what that means is, is that uh, if you do a, a union gig, and you can get a non-union gig, or you can get a union gig for non-union, um, if you get it, it means you're Taft Hartley, which means you are, are a must join, and mm-hmm. you must pay the entrance fee into SAG after now mm-hmm. uh, before you can get another union job. Yes, which of course I did not know, and then got another union job, and they had to pay a very large penalty because of me, and they were not happy. <laughs> oh, no. But it didn't matter because I got paid, and it was for uh, the Smithsonian and an exhibit in the Smithsonian, I believe, and I never saw it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, <laughs> You know, and it was just a weird day of work. So I was like, I don't think these people are coming to me again anyway. That's very strange. Yeah, it was called like Space Race 2000 or, <laughs> or 3000 or something. And I was like the, the MC of whatever the thing was. I don't know. I never saw it. Don't know anyone who did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. See, this is the interesting thing. In my brain, I'm like, if I had done that, I would have every available copy of it. I would, or I'd, I'd have it in every media pile. You don't give well, a shit. Well, but back then, like, I mean, it was then, hard. Sure, you know, it was like, and they didn't, yeah. you know, and I tried. Like, I got in contact. I was like, is there any way I can get a copy of this? And they're like, uh, well, maybe if you, you know, and I was not diligent enough to follow okay. up if I passed a step or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, know, like I after gotcha. that, and it was like, all right, fine. But I mean, I tried. Nowadays, it's easy. Now everything's online. Sure. So just pull it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about, okay, let's actually, let's talk about some other smaller parts, because this is going to help us, I'm, I'm curious what you're going to pick as to the one we like expanded to its own spinoff. Oh, yeah. no, oh, those no, small parts, pink, oh, yes. roles, mm-hmm. small roles, small roles, small oh, roles, and, oh, and, and, oh. and again, there are no you small, mean like, et cetera, et cetera. like King's Hawaiian roles, yes, exactly, as right. That's what to I mean. a larger, mm-hmm. maybe a brioche, sure, exactly, or, or can you even call that a role? I don't know. I don't know. Again, I'm making up words. That's fine. Okay. Brioche is not real, uh, as we all know. Uh, yeah, let's that's what some... I'm going to name my daughter. <laughs> so this is so wait. So your first thing is on a multicam, which I mean, those are rarer now for those again who do not know. Multicamera sitcoms are the kind that look shiny and terrible. Usually, yeah, um, the classic ones, yeah, the ones yeah, you liked when sitcom. you were a kid. If you're in your 40s or 50s, exactly right. A Cheers, a Taxi, a something else brown. Uh, very brown looking shows for some reason. Those shows. Um, so it's your first multicam. Murphy what, Brown. Do you do Murphy Brown? Very good. <laughs> what's, what's the What's the next thing you did? Unless it was a, the exact same type of thing, but I mean, uh, no. The next thing was uh, uh, that space race thing for the. Oh, that was the next yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, okay. Because okay. I, I got in trouble. Right. Okay. Right, that makes not, sense for not joining the union. They got okay. mad at me. Um, and then after that, you know what? I have I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's what IMDb is for. I could look myself up, but it's so vain. Sure. And I only like to do it at home. Uh, what What's the thing? Because I feel like you've mentioned you've been recognized a few times, right? You get like, mm, oh yeah, a little bit. So like, what are the things that people peg you for? Oh, they're like, um, oh, um, are you Kevin Pollock? <laughs> I get that one. <laughs> that that doesn't make me feel good. Um, uh, that's that's one. But that's Jeremy, he's one. so well known. <laughs> yeah, he is. And people have I mean, like the first name that pops to people's <laughs> Kevin Pollock. Oh, it's like, I need an A-list celebrity, Kevin Pollock. Um, um, he looks so much like a guy who can do a kind of okay, Christopher Walken. R- right, <laughs> exactly. Right, I do a uh, or a really spot-on Kirk. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, hysterically funny man. I I was next to him for two seconds uh-huh. at an Emmy party last year, mm-hmm. and I was like. There's no good way to turn to somebody and be like, 
people think I'm a young you, you know, like, <laughs> and like say it. That's not in a way that like makes him want to literally throw that highball glass uh-huh. at your face. Mm-hmm. So I just looked at him. He made, he saw me looking, made eye contact. I gave him the smile and the nod. He, I don't even think he He hasn't told anybody about it because he thinks he's you like, were a specter. Right, he's like, oh my God. <laughs> Are you from an alternate reality where I made better choices? <laughs> or maybe worse. Who knows? Hard to say. Yeah, at this point, it's it's all it's a gray area. Um, so, well, what was the original question? Uh, what, oh, right. what have you got recognized for? Roles. Yes, King's right. Ryan wine. Uh, yeah. Recognized for. The thing I get recognized for, my actually has been coming in like pretty consistently for the last year. Uh-huh. If anybody, and, and, it's, and it's mostly friends now who have children mm-hmm. uh, or strangers it's actually strangers it's coming up a lot uh the show just add magic mm-hmm. i play rj on it and i'm a i'm a villain for about a five episode arc uh on amazon on amazon and it's okay. a great show it's like as far as kids shows go it's really nice it's beautifully produced uh great talent on it uh it doesn't pander mm-hmm. uh, it's not big and goofy it's actually they they take it very seriously and it's funny you mm-hmm. know like it's well written um you know, but it's serious. Like it's about three yeah. three little girls who find a magic cookbook that they you know like they they become witches basically. Great. And it's got three older women who become their mentors. It's a very female uh, dominant uh, cast, and it works really well. Uh, anyway, but I play this character on it, and I've been recognized a bunch of times lately from that. That's, That's the thing awesome. the most. Uh, starting with about a year, almost a year and a half ago. I was returning from a wonderful trip to Japan, uh, from uh, from Japan, where I stayed for two weeks, um, and we had a layover uh, in the final leg at the San Francisco airport. Mm-hmm. And as I went to the bathroom at the San Francisco International Airport, I'm washing my hands afterwards because I'm not gross, <laughs> um, and I pee all over my hands when I go. So. <laughs> Uh, that's just a fun fact about me. Uh-huh. Uh, as I'm washing my hands, I make eye contact with this guy who's obviously clocking me like I was clocking Kevin Pollack at uh-huh. the party. And, you know, I look up at him and he looks at me and he goes, are you RJ in Just Add Magic? And I go, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. And he goes, oh, my God, uh, my daughter loves that show. We watch it all the time. That's that's so awesome. And I was like, oh, thanks. That's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's great. I like it. And he says, can I get a picture? And I go, can we not do this in the bathroom? Uh, he's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm, I'll be right outside. I'm not, I won't go anywhere. I'll wait. Okay, you do what you got to do and wash your hands again. I'll be right out there and I'll wait. Okay. And he's like, yeah, okay, great, 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 great. And so he comes That's out. We took the picture. God damn so it was fun. And uh, uh, most recently, I had a friend from college just write me and say. I mean, with a screen capture, and was like, this is you, right? <laughs> like, I was watching with my daughter, and we both freaked, you know, and I freaked out because we're big Just That Magic fans. And, like, and the same the same day, a friend of mine who teaches at LOXA was like, I'm watching with my daughter, and bam, you show up, Love and it. I can't believe it. And then, uh, what was it, about three months, about two months ago, or not even, maybe a month and a half ago, I was at uh, Paquito Mas with my mom, mm-hmm. and a woman comes in, and, you know, I'm standing there waiting for an order, and she's like, are you waiting for a... 
Mm. Are you RJ on Just Add Magic? I was like, yes, yes, I am. She's like, oh, me and my, my, me and my two daughters, we love that. That's so awesome. And then she friended me on on Instagram. It was like it was so nice bumping into you. And Paquito Mas, Paquito Mas is a is a wonderful restaurant it chain is. as well. I'm plugging them in hopes that they will give me something for free. That's fair. Which would be great because obviously I it's it's great. It's one of my favorite places to go eat. Isn't is I mean it's kind of the dream to be recognized in front of your parents. Like it's right. I mean I, it would be for me if that were to ever happen. Oh, yeah. Happened to my dad too when he came to visit me once from Shakespeare's, which uh-huh. I talked to you before. Um, wh- oh God, his name went right out of my head. Wh- um, uh, from from Mister Show, the mm-hmm. big heavy set guy. Brian Posehn. Yes. So he was in the diner that I'm. At. It was my dad and one of his friends from way long ago when he was acting, mm-hmm. and the two of them were talking, and I was just there, you know, like uh, it was. I hadn't. I had been out here just, you know, maybe three years or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and I'm. And we're all we're all eating. And uh, I see him, Brian, like sitting at a table and my dad's like, uh, he sees me clocking and was like, who is that? And I'm like, I don't think you'll know who it is. Mm-hmm. I think he's really great. He's really funny. He does voiceover stuff. He does a lot of comedy. He's really funny. Um, and then this little boy, that was not a little boy. I mean, like he was like 12 uh, and his mom like this wide eyed mm-hmm. come over to the, our table mm-hmm. and the mother goes because the kid's too shy goes are you puck from shakespeareans and Mm -hmm. i was like yes yes i am like my son loved your show he can't stop talking about everything and then my dad the top of my dad's head popped off Uh because he was smiling so much yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so yeah it's yeah both of them i thought the kid was gonna say pretzel guy (laughs) 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 king of queens no no 12 year old kevin james is my hero he should be watching better stuff he really should uh (laughs) although king of queens wasn't a terrible show i didn't really watch it so Uh, i can't you know I kind of stopped watching TV around the time when I probably should have been watching more. Yeah. Because I was trying to write, you know, TV shows. Yeah, but, <laughs> but still, you know, it's like they, I think that a lot of that can be a bad influence. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You could be right. Yes. So let's do, let's do this. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with our only segment. Yay. We're back. And our segment, okay, so uh, the, the name of the segment is going to either change constantly or we'll never call it one thing. Because I always heard it called five and under, but I'm now hearing it called under five. Could it be both? Or is, um, what have you always heard? I, it's, it's both. It's both. Okay. I always say an under five. An under five. Okay, so we're going to call this an over five, which is a, a, an actual thing. But it, the whole point is we're expanding a part you've done mm-hmm. or multiple parts and do spinoffs. Could be, and the thing is, if it's a sitcom, it does not have to be a, sp- a, sin- a spin-off sitcom. It can be its own feature film, whatever you want, Jeremy. I, I like that crossing genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yes. happens, sort of, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the very least, like Lou Grant was a drama based off a of comedy, so there's that. Right. I can know. take a commercial I did and do a graphic novel. Absolutely novella from can. It, right. Yeah. Absolutely can. That's what I'd like. So hit me with it. What do we got? <laughs> okay, so um, I'll start with the most embarrassing one. Okay. Uh, I played a terribly racist part on a sitcom called, uh, called Till Death, uh-huh. where I played a part called Raj, uh-huh. uh, which was a lot of fun to play, but not anything that I should have been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, for, for multiple reasons, which I don't need to go into because you already know what they are. <laughs> so uh, you know the character's name. So um, me and uh, 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 two two friends of mine, we wrote a spinoff pilot for Raj. Oh my God. Uh, called uh, Till Raj because we did not, <laughs> we have put no effort into the title. We thought, we thought it was that funny. <laughs> And we actually didn't just write the pilot. We decided to write the entire series, which we did. Uh, Not just a Bible? 
So, no, we didn't even write a pitch Bible. We literally wrote the pilot first, the uh -huh. three of us. We wrote the pilot, we broke up the three hacks, and we put it all together, and then we started, you know, pitching and weaving it together to make sure it had the same tone. And we got it to a point where we liked it. Uh, Marcus uh, Marcus and uh, Gary, uh, Marcus Baldwin and Gary Karp, um, we, we all put it together. And um, and then I actually went out, and, and uh, me and Marcus went to Vegas to hang out with Brad Garrett to give mm -hmm. it to him so he could read it, because he has a cameo in it. Uh-huh. Um, of course. So, so the, the whole premise was is that my character moves to Los Angeles uh -huh. um, because the, the, the bit in the uh, Until Death is that he has 8,000 different jobs. Uh -huh. So he's offered a job as head of a call center in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. This is finally going to have one thing and not worry about it anymore. But he gets to L.A. and everything goes to crap, right? Like the, the play, he doesn't have a place and everything. He ends up uh, putting up, uh, living in basically a circus tent mm -hmm. on top of a building. Jesus. Right, but like, I mean, like, like, I'm like a canvas nice tent. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I, again, just you know, like probably army surplus or so. I don't know. Anyway, uh, but like he had, you know, wacky people at work. You know, uh -huh. like, blah, blah, blah. so it's just like all that thing. So that's like we introduced the whole world in the first oh, episode, um, and then in the second episode. Uh, in order to 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 get you know like uh, to to be more endeared to the people who are around him, uh, he has a party over at his place, and he ends up doing a flawless impression of Donald O'Connor's number in Singing in the Rain when he does make him laugh. Uh huh. So he at the very end, you'll remember, uh -huh. he runs up the wall, yep. right? Make him laugh. This is my next question. Yeah. Goes up the upstage wall, mm -hmm. does the flip. Make him laugh. Goes up the stage right. Camera left. Wall. Does the flip. Make him laugh. Goes up to the third one and goes through the wall because it's just a flat and comes back out and collapses. Uh -huh. But because what uh, uh, what uh, my character will do in the second episode, he runs up one wall, which is actually shares a wall with like the stairs going up and down. Mm -hmm. Second one's a post. The third one is a flap or part of the tent, and uh -huh. he forgets, goes off the roof, and falls to his death. <laughs> So that's the entire arc. It's two episodes. We introduce everything in the first, then we kill off the main character in the second. We wrote a theme song. Uh-huh. Yep. And I had it on a tape. Oh, fuck. I want to hear that. That was so great. Do I was you on know a where tape. this tape is? Uh, no. But I definitely have the song somewhere. Please, if you find it. Yeah, I'll find it. Please send it. Because yeah, I'd we'll like send, to we'll cut put it a link. This. Yeah. I would love to hear it. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I believe it's maybe Adam Grimes helped me with it. Oh, okay. And it could be uh, me on uke and him on banjo. All right. Uh, I'll see if I can find it. Okay, please. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> I, I don't think. I again, we're we're setting up this whole show for failure because number one, we're bringing on somebody who's only done a little bit of extra work and done a ton of other stuff, and also a guy who had a character who's just popular enough that he could write a fucking pilot around him <laughs> i mean there was so much material right yeah. so i was just like this, yeah. this this character actually has a life to it like, sure that's fun. like just did it. and we did it was so stupid it was one of those things where we're just like this there's no reason to write this but we have to do it so mm -hmm. we did it you know yeah, and i was like fair. okay great you yeah know, i mean why like, would you not no that, i would be see i would be the mental case who would have one episode of a thing and be like this is gonna Things will happen. Let's start right now. Yeah, it's just like we got to the end of the first one, and I was like, I have to do. I, I, we, we just kept going, and uh -huh. we were pitching on what the second episode should be, and I was like, oh yeah. And during the party, like he loosens up, and and I was like, what do I? What would I want to do since I'm playing the character? Mm -hmm. It's like I've always wanted to do that number, mm -hmm. you know. And like I was gonna do the whole thing with the can dummy, you do the, the, the dummy the, and everything. No, I no, cannot. Okay. Not. All right, no, I, I cannot. Say, I, gonna... I could never do it. And okay. in, the, in the condition I am now, which uh -huh. is old, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm doing a 
sketch tomorrow where I'm a, a um, first person video game character being controlled by a kid who can't play video games <laughs> and like I have to like kneel and stand up and run facing like I'm running into the wall I am sore the next day now like it's terrible I'm, in, I'm out of shape I watched Donald O'Connor uh, tap dance on skates yesterday. Oh yeah, oh, it's, it's holy just, Christ! He, the man was, and just, he was—he could do it up upstairs. Probably my age at the time, nice. or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, whatever. God damn it, Donald O'Connor. Yeah, I'm glad you're dead. You and that talking <laughs> mule—they're <laughs> both in hell right now. Going, eh, you know, Jason, you mucker. All right. So anyway. you, so you got more than one. I want to know what your second one is. Mm. I, I'm very excited. So to the, know. the second one I want to do is based on something that I've just been doing, mm -hmm. and, uh, and and they just actually called me back for a fourth episode, which is amazing. Awesome. Uh, I'm on a. Uh, I play a super villain on Henry Danger on Nickelodeon. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of kids shows re recently, um, uh, and it's uh, <laughs> it's. It's a lot of fun because my character is basically like a 60s Batman supervillain. So good. He's the beekeeper. <laughs> um, and he, you know, like I <clears throat> almost has like a Cobra Commandery voice and it's so over the top. <laughs> and his only power is he like can control bees, <laughs> which honestly is not that great. No. And in the first episode, I mean, like I, I send I, my power, like I send bees at Captain Man, who is, you know, like the main character for those who don't know, him and Henry Danger. And uh, and literally, like they, they gave him a beard of bees and then like CGI'd bees all over me. He's just standing there <laughs> smiling at me. And I'm like, really? This isn't hurting you at all? You got like a thousand bees on you, man. And he's like, what don't you get like invulnerable? It doesn't like invulnerable not bees. That's not what that means. Um, so yeah, there's a, but yeah, that's really funny. And I would love to do a... Uh, Legion of Doom spinoff <laughs> with all of the supervillains or at least like a good cadre mm -hmm. uh, from Henry Danger because I've gotten to work now with one, two, three, four, five different ones. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're all like great character comedic actors yeah. and a lot of fun. And like uh, Henry Danger is, is like a set is a lot of fun to be on. Like everybody's really happy to be there. They work really well together. They do amazing effects. They put together incredible sets. Mm -hmm. um, they have stunts. I've seen people drop through the ceiling onto people. Shit. It's insane. That's phenomenal. It's insane. I've only had a stunt double once. Yeah. I went on Alias. Uh, um, where I get uh, uh, they I get abducted by them blasting a hole through a wall and on the explosion I was like I can't wait to do this and they're like oh no no we have a stunt double I was like oh and then I saw it and I went oh good <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be near that holy shit how big of a part was it on Alias I only asked because that's oh. one of the first things I ever did uh, it was big uh, I think it was only I think it was on like the second or third to last episode oh really of yeah the whole show. I, I think it's only one episode it might be two but I think it's only one but it's a big part I play a Parisian document forger uh -huh. or art forger who uh, and uh, I said of course and here's 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 back to being a working actor ladies and gentlemen uh, they're like do you speak it says on your resume that you speak French is that true and I was like we oui. <laughs> right and so then I didn't realize but they have a character on alias in this who is a native she's a Parisian actress and she's won like multiple pomme d'or's which is basically like our fucking Oscar uh -huh. and she shows up day one on set and starts speaking 
me in rapid French and my eyes glaze <laughs> over and you see the light go out of her eyes when she realizes like this guy doesn't fucking speak French and then they gave me a, they gave me somebody to work with my accent and she was like uh, you know you sound like you're from Montreal and I'm like yeah because my mom's from Montreal and then and she was like okay well we were looking for Parisian French and she gave me a couple of tweaks and like the nicest compliment I got she was like oh wow you picked that up really quickly actually All right. you know, you're doing a really good job I was like oh thank you because I was just nervous as hell because sure. I had two scenes in French with her like not just I had to maintain the accent uh-huh. accents I love but I had to speak two I had to do two scenes with her in perfect French and I was like this and well fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah but no it was great it was so much fun and oh, um um it's remarkable uh what's her name oh Jesus Christ okay the lead uh Jennifer Garner. Uh, Jennifer Garner was mm-hmm. uh, who went to uh, NTI, the National Theater Institute, with uh, two of my very good friends from college. Uh-huh. Um, was so nice. Yeah, she was great. There was one point um, where, uh, like, I was stuck on set because they were doing something or we were shooting something, and then somebody was like. Uh, do you want anything? And I was kind of fading at that point because we were uh, on the back lot and it was kind of out in the sun. And I was like, uh, yeah, you know, if I could get a, a Coke, you know, because I don't really ask for anything ever. I'm just like, yeah, if I could get a Coke or something. And, and Jennifer Garner was like, well, let me get it. I'll get it. And she ran off and brought me a fucking Coke that's on remarkable. set. You know, like no ego, no nothing. Yeah, that's nice. She was so nice. That's good to hear. And not to mention, she's like, you know, just really good on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, like she nailed it. Like everything for her was like one or two takes. Mm-hmm. And the best part was like watching her run all dramatically. And as soon as she knew she was off camera, uh-huh. she started just goofing off and running like a child, <laughs> you know, making faces. <laughs> you know, just like, uh, just having, she was having fun. That's it was, yeah, good. it was nice. That's nice to see. Yeah. Because you I run mean, into I'm, plenty of dickheads doing this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like I'm lucky. Most of the things that I've worked on, it's been... Yeah, most of the people I get to work with are good people. Mm-hmm. You know, like every once in a while you'll be on that set. You're like, oh, everything here is toxic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. But it's nice because everyone's because to be that little ray of sunshine mm-hmm. on those sets. Excuse me. <coughs> Pardon me. <laughs> um, that's my Rick and Morty impression. Mm-hmm. All right, it's good. That's both of them. Uh-huh. I've never seen. I've never seen the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, most most everybody I've worked with has been pretty great. Um, yeah, should we talk about like the most toxic environment I've ever? <laughs> if you if you want to, that'd be fun. Let's yeah, do that. yeah, hit me with I it. I think the worst, like the 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 show I'm most complaining <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, said I went on to was um, No Ordinary Family. Do you remember that one? No, Michael Chiklis, who was also awesome to work with. Okay, so um, all right, there, it was a very short-lived, I think ABC uh, hour-long show. Where okay. it was like a fam- It was after like the Incredibles came out, and it was a family of superheroes. Oh, Do you wait. remember this one? Now it's starting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Vaguely familiar. It yeah. wasn't on for very long. No, but I was in an episode of that, and I was on that, and just like with the with the CG stuff and the technical aspects, mm-hmm. and then like the hour-long, and and we were on location. Everybody was mad. Oh, Everyone was oh mad. God. And the guy I was doing my scene with had not memorized the scene and was like, I'm just going to try something. Uh, and you watched all the writers, the director and the producer and everyone go like this. Like, this is not the first time this had happened. And they all tensed up and they were like, and the director was like, maybe we can just like try it one time as is before we start messing with stuff. And so like the guy without warning me or telling me anything, and this is not the way the scene was supposed to go. I I, I won't name the actor uh, who is actually doing quite well right now. Mm -hmm. um, Jeremy decides to take this fake gun, Mm -hmm. stick it right in my face and go bag it up. 
right? Like, because, like, he's under some vill super villain's control and he's bringing, like, the money or whatever it is. Sticks is going to invite without telling me, right? And, like, this is not the tenor of the season. This is not the way it's supposed to go. There's information that has to come what out. What the Fuck? And without like saying like I'm gonna stick this gun in your face because he's supposed to like pull the gun but not threaten me with you. He shows it to me right without threatening me with it. Uh -huh. He just comes right in, no warning, right in my face. And I was already like, this is not cool. And you can see everybody else tense up. Wow. And he and he looks at me, puts it in my face, and he goes, bag it up. And I just looked at him and I went, paper or plastic. <laughs> And everybody on set started fucking dying, dying laughing. And like the worst part about this all is the guy who was in the scene didn't mm -hmm. even recognize what was happening because he hadn't kind of looked around and then kind of like played it back in his head and then he kind of laughed. Oh. And he came up to me and he was just like, yeah, it's good. So I, I do some improv stuff too. You know, like I do, I do that improv. Do you do improv? Because I do a little bit of that improv. And Whoa. I was like... Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, I like, I like doing improv, you know, just, but I'm just, you know, like listening, responding, you know, I just, I, uh -huh. you know, if we were, you know, if we were off script, I was just going to go with, with what I had. And he was like, yeah, he has, it's because it was good stuff. It was good stuff. Like, it's very funny. He's I was like, thank you. So he's doing Michael Scott improv, which but, is pull uh, yeah, a gun. I mean, well, I mean, like, this, the scene required one. Yeah. But it was like, I have, yeah, but, I have a gun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you just whisper, you have a gun to her? What did he just say? But um, I mean, also there are so many protocols that he breached oh, so in many. terms of props. Yep. You cannot, you can't point a gun at somebody without props approving it and i mean directly in, in your my fucking face. face in my face jesus christ yeah i was just like this is this is not cool oh. and like they came over and apologized afterwards and they were like and literally one of the first things out of the i think it was the director and one of the head writers mouths was just like thank you to get a genuine laugh on set was so nice thank you for doing that it's just it, this happens a lot. I really apologize. And, and I was a like, lot. yeah. And I was just like, I, I, I know what it's like. Sometimes I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just here to, to, to do it. Son of a bitch. Yeah. You know, like, so yeah, there's always little crazy questions. You didn't stop me when I said Jeremy Renner earlier, by the way. So. No, it was not. He wasn't, he wasn't on the show. It was not, it was not Jeremy Renner. I don't think he was on the show. He might've been at that <laughs> right? point. I have no idea. Just I don't know. Him. It's fine. He's, no, it was he's not, not doing him. too well right now. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay. Do you have Do you have any more you want to expand? Because you've done you You don't have to, but if you've got more and you want to, let's um, talk about it. No, those are the two good okay. ones. They're, yeah, they're I mean, great. it's just like again, like they're 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 like I I I try to enjoy myself as much as I can, no matter what I'm doing, dramatic, yeah. comedic, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, like the more you get to play something, the more you kind of think like, oh, this is fun to keep playing. Yeah, you know, like it's that that's kind of like. Um, you know, the dream I think for any actor who likes to do comedy is to get on a sitcom where you get more than five seasons. For sure. You know, and like, and kind of know it, you know, because mm -hmm. most, and most people don't know this. It's like, if you're on a sitcom for nine seasons, nobody on that show, including the fucking like leads, go in season one, like, well, this will be a job for a decade. No. Every year, mm -hmm. and maybe even multiple times during every year, they're like, well, we'll see if we get picked up. Yeah. Well, maybe we're canceled. I don't know. Yeah. And that's every year. I I mean, like, even when you've made it, it's always so tentative. Yeah. And that's what people, I think, don't get. It's like, though those people get, like, six, seven, nine, eleven seasons of something, mm -hmm. it's only in retrospect when you get to nine that you can finally relax a little and be like, right. oh, shit, like, I'm, you know, like, I get to direct now when I want you know, yeah. like I, I don't have to worry. Like I'm getting enough residual wise or I've hit that thing where like now I don't have to worry about my kid's school anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, things like that. You know? I mean, that's half the reason I, I will never argue that, you know, any actors deserve the kind of money some actors get. However, you get why at some point they're like, oh, well, this is now my security. Like yeah. I do. 
if you give me a couple million per episode yeah. and if we get canceled tomorrow, I have I've done my part. Right. And is, there's no you know, guarantee those people will ever work again. No, no. That shit happens all the time. You know, and granted, a couple million bucks should be more than enough for anybody to live on for quite a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, again, yeah. like that's a lot. Certainly. A lot of money. Certainly. Um, but you know, like I get yeah, that's it's you, you don't know how long it is and you know, everybody's got expenses. We've got you know, you've got an agent to pay, you've got a manager to pay, you've got a business manager to pay, you know, because of because of the type of money and the contracts and everything. So yeah. you need your own entertainment lawyer, you know, because no human being can do that on their own. And even if you've like, let's say, let go a manager or somebody, yeah. if you're still working the gig that they got you, you're still paying. You're still paying them. So and again, I'm not arguing that people deserve billions of dollars, but I'm just, I'm just saying. No, again, no you one, don't know. And again, this might be unpopular uh-huh. for those fucking people who have it, but no one deserves billions of dollars because no. no one can spend billions of dollars. No, that's that's my main thing. That's yeah. my hot take on billions. <laughs> you like that? Great, thank you. I will be running for something. When I first came out here, we did a thing called Semester in L.A. at CBS Studio City. Uh, and uh, basically five intensive weeks of just listening to, to people talk. From people who had just started, kind of, and doing very well, to one of the screenwriters, a witness, who brought around his fucking Oscar and was like, hey, guess what? I haven't really worked much since. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, a, so you just got to, it doesn't fucking, means nothing. Nope. It's fun, I'm sure, to have that statue. I'm sure he enjoys having it. Oh, but, yeah. But, but I mean, like, uh, I have I have just as much fun working on this half-hour spank at UCB that somebody mm-hmm. asked me to direct. You know, we had a ball last night. I bet. You know, like, it's fun. You know, like, I have fun teaching when the students really want to be there. And, yeah. like, all of my students pretty much do. Yeah. You know, like, that's fun. You know, and being on set is fun. Getting getting paid a lot of money to act is fun. Yeah. It's I a bet. lot of fun. I bet it is. It is. <laughs> you know that. It is. Sure. Uh, Jeremy, thank you for doing the show. My pleasure. Um, what do you want to promote? And uh, where can people find you? I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, the, it's immaterial. Mm-hmm. You can always find me at jeremyguskin.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, I all of my show dates. Uh, I am regularly doing a thousand and one things. So when this comes out, I'm sure whatever shows I'm about to tell you have already come and gone at UCB. So mm-hmm. uh, I've got a show called <clears throat> that was. Rick? Uh, it's, a, it's a touch of Nazrick. Yeah. Nazrick? Okay, yeah. Good. Okay. See, I, I do impressions. Yeah, very good. Um, uh, oh, please, all Rick and Morty fans, do not come at me on social media. <laughs> um, I understand. You're an army. You win. <laughs> Got it? Not even going to... Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so... Um, yes, uh, so many shows. I've got a show called Quiet Folk, uh, written and directed by Sam Palmer, who mm-hmm. wrote uh, Jeremy Guskin, The Hardest Working Man in Sketch, which is the show I might be bringing to New York in awesome. December. I will hopefully have a date uh, or dates for that very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm doing Quiet Folk. That's at UCB, uh, both at Franklin and at Sunset. I am on the uh, house uh, sketch team, uh, mod team Duchess, and we perform the third Wednesday of every month uh-huh. at UCB Sunset. Um, I also perform regularly at both theaters, so you know, just just check the website. Um, and I will be uh, and check uh, Henry Danger. Got a couple new episodes of that coming out. Awesome. And um, Shakespeareans coming out in January, mm-hmm. like we do every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know if. You like watching amateurs? Come down to LOXA, Los Angeles County High School for the Arts, because those kids are amazing in every department. Uh, Dance, visual arts, cinematic, music, and theater. They're incredible. Wonderful. Yeah. 
Jeremy's also in a drinking game with me. Oh, uh, yes. Very frequently. Yes, yes. And we have a drinking game show coming up. We're doing Goonies. Yes, that's in, right. In uh, mid-November. Yes. Yes. I also am doing a sketch show at this uh, around the same time with uh, Kate Raft and Joan Ford and one with... Uh, 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 one five five sketches in a funeral by uh, Charlie, one of my favorite writers, uh, and we're doing that I think at oh Christ, the Lyric Hyperion. I okay. want to say I don't know. Check the damn website, JeremyGuskin.com. Perfect. Um, well, th- I got nothing to promote other than a drinking game. Go check out a drinking game. Follow yeah, me on or, Instagram, Jason yeah. Klom, or just drink. Yeah, or just drink. Uh, hashtag the professional blur, which is where this whole thing started. Um, well, that's about it. Again, Jeremy, thank you for doing the show. Are you kidding me? My pleasure. And I'll leave you folks with. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed that thing. I, I don't own a TV, so. You can find The Professional Blur on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find podcasts. And follow Jason on Instagram at Jason Klom and follow his hashtag, The Professional Blur. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!